Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers Midweek. This is your host, Chop. Gator. Chris. Blake. And this week, it's another episode of Critically Ashamed. And I picked on the last time that we did this that we were watching Boys and Girls Guide to Getting Down. You did that. So, can we explain the 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 general vibe of this movie as far as, like, it, it, it's less of a movie, like a narrative, and more of just like a like a documentary about... Yeah, so it's educational, loose, it's, informative. Yeah, yeah, educational. It's loosely based off of like uh, '80s uh, sex and drug education <clears throat> movies, but instead of like teaching you why you shouldn't do them, it's more like teaching you how to do them <laughs> and why you should do them. Yeah, it's something else you glean from that. Yeah, um, so I found know. it. I found it uh, informative. Mm-hmm. I wish I had seen it a long, long, long time ago. Yeah, I felt like I know, and you know there. <laughs> I like that it's equal opportunity. It shows uh, it's it's the boys and girls guide to getting down. Right. Um, it shows both sides. So I got I, I feel like I got a little bit of insight there. Yeah. Uh, I felt like I knew a lot of the stuff, and I also learned completely new stuff. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So like you know, it goes into your basics on like uh, you know drinking with your friends, how to get into uh, a club, what bars you're going to, things like that, the people you want to interact with at these places, uh, and then goes into like drug use and what's sketchy and what's kind of acceptable in a party scene. And dude, they talk about like what are the knots? Not so, yeah, we'll get right into. It. Yeah. Like, <coughs> they they kind of kick it off with the drug stuff, talking about like all right, <clears throat> uh, not sketchy drugs or things like smoking weed. Uh, uh, I think drinking they talk, and coke, right? Yeah, mushrooms, ecstasy. Yeah, ecstasy, uh, hallucinogens, and then cocaine. And then they're like, and these are the sketchy drugs, and they're like heroin, methamphetamine, uh, PCP, PCP, something else, something else, and cocaine if you smoke it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And so, yeah, like it's it's kind of a. I, I'm trying to think of the right term, but like. It's it's definitely a comedy satire. Yeah, satire Absolutely. comedy. It's a um, they're trying to be like informative and legit about it, but also like they're definitely making fun of of both people in that lifestyle and also like making fun of why people are not in that lifestyle. And most of the people that they follow throughout the course of the movie are fuck ups, right? Right. And they definitely have a have a scene at the end where they're like. Like the sun has come up and they're driving in the car and all of them are like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and and there's a there's a narrator through the whole movie. Uh huh. That's just like explaining what you're thinking or what's like happening right now or what like the angle that different people are taking. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of fun. I caught myself laughing out loud on multiple occasions. Um, yes. Yeah. It's so, it's... dude. The hot dogs on the back of the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The... So they're talking about bouncers and. Uh, oh, t- my God, yes. <laughs> oh, my they're God. They're basically saying you can judge, like, the uh, how hardcore a bouncer is by how many hot dogs are on the back of his neck. <laughs> his prowess as a bouncer, yeah. <laughs> it's so true, though. That's good. And yeah. then they go into, like, bouncer training. Like, they're showing, like, all these uh, bouncers sitting yeah. around, and they're getting trained how to be bouncers <laughs> and be dicks. Uh, so Yeah, like, there's so many parts of that movie that just are... It, so it's comical because they'll like show you all right this is what you're not supposed to do and they'll run through the whole scenario of them fucking it up and then they'll be like this is how you should have done this and, and they, it's the same thing same people but like 
now the guy has tattoos and a leather jacket on and yeah. it works. Yeah. Yeah. He's in a band. <laughs> yeah. But they, uh, one of my favorite things about this movie and part of the reason I chose it is because they bring up a lot of things that are like, uh, things that everybody does mm-hmm. when they're hanging out with their friends and partying and that kind of thing. So like one of the kind of quintessential ones that I like to talk about is uh, them talking about making plans while you're drunk for doing something and oh, yeah. never following through with it. It's like tomorrow we're all going to Vegas. Yes. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. No, we're saving. We're making it happen. I'm looking at plane tickets right now, bro. Yeah. Everybody knows that conversation. I can do it. <laughs> no, if we all save, we can do it. And the it. narrator even is like, everybody in this conversation knows that it's absolutely not going to happen. But it's still fun to imagine. <laughs> Dude, the last time that this happened to me and I thought... I woke up the next day and I was like, I think we made plans to leave and go do something today. It's like, I was pretty drunk. So I sent the text out to, to the group and was like, hey, we have plans to leave today. Do you all remember that? And everybody was like, yeah, we're almost ready to go. Let's go. And then we went. I was like, oh, no. So they could have filmed a portion of this movie that weekend. Absolutely. Uh, they go through everything. They go through... Um, like from the moment that everybody's sober trying to figure out how to like when they're getting together, like yeah. still trying to figure out what they're going to do tonight all the way till the next morning. And by then the group has completely changed. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you, you went from like these three dudes and these two chicks and these five chicks and these three dudes and they're all trying to figure out what they, and then by the time you get to the end, it's like there's like one or two from each group that are all dry, riding in a car. Dude, so true, man. <laughs> so true. Uh-huh. And they're all like, how the fuck did I end up here? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And they talk about how they're not going to drink again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they drink again. They go through like the opening sequence of like, um, I don't know, call call Ashley and see what she's, uh, or, you know, hey, Brad knows about something. What What's he know? You know, like, what's up with that? And eventually they all end up like at a bar, I think. And then it goes through like the different ways that girls try to pick up dudes and guys try to pick up chicks and, and then like guys as wingman and girls like the way they interact uh the drunk girl that's like trying to go like actively trying to go home with the dude and they're like we don't even know you you know she doesn't want to go home with you and she's like yes i do (laughs) and he's like yes she does (laughs) we don't even know you yeah all right so let's uh let's talk a little bit about like favorite parts of the movie so I'll start first and say, like, it, not necessarily a scene, but one, like, part of the movie that just cracks me up every time I see it is there's this black dude that guys buys a telephone, and it's, a, it's like a like a home phone, but it's mobile. Like, he carries it on his hip, but it's like a fucking dial home phone. Uh, and, and again, this is supposed to be set in, like, the 80s, I think. Yeah, uh, those were a thing. They yeah. had the little briefcase phones. I don't think so. I think those are supposed to be... I think it's supposed to be set like in the 90s, and he's trying to be retro. Either way, those phones were a thing. There was definitely briefcase phones. Yeah. Yeah, he, it was a briefcase phone. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, he's like... Uh, like, that's his thing now, is he's repping the phone. <laughs> that he has a phone. <laughs> so there's like... There's a part where... Uh, and I don't somebody, think it works either, does it? Somebody's like asking him something. He's like, oh, yeah, back then they didn't want me. Now I got a phone. They all on me. <laughs> He's fucking this big ass briefcase phone. <laughs> Dude, that shit. I don't know. That shit cracks me up every time I see that movie. Um, but as far as like favorite scenes or like things that they're teaching you or whatever, uh, like runner up is probably the hot dogs on the neck with the bouncer. But then, uh, uh, dude, it, there's a lot of them. That I, I got actually... one. I got one. So, uh there's a dude, they're at a house party at this point, and he's got cocaine. Yeah. And they go through, like, how you're supposed to share cocaine. You know, you don't 
you don't give the girl your bag so she can go do it in the bathroom because then she comes back and she's like, oh, it, there was only a little bit left in there because she gave it to everybody in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, here, let's try this again. And he goes over and he's like, hey, you want to bump? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. And he's like, let's go out here. And he takes her out and then he ends up banging her. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's there. There, He takes the cocaine. He's in the back room. Oh, and they talk about all the different people that like, like talk too much. And then there's the guy that all uh, the chick that wants. What is it? What is the, what is he? They call her something. She wants to do all of his cocaine. Like yeah. she's just listening. She's a fiend. To, a fiend. That's what it is. Yeah. She's like, she's a cocaine fiend and she's using you. And, and they, they go through like the conversation that he has with her and she's licking her teeth. And like, uh, he, the narrator's like, he knows that she's going to sit here and try and do all of his cocaine. And this is going to go nowhere. Like she doesn't want to fuck him. She wants to do all of his cocaine. <laughs> and so it's like, you have two options here. One, you can either give her all your cocaine or two, you can ask for a tip bump. And he's like, if you ask for a tip bump, it's only going to go one way or the other. One way is she walks out of the room and goes, I can't believe it. He asked me to do a tip bump. Fuck him. And then the dude of the house is like, hold on. I'll go talk to him. And he walks in and he's like, yes, for a tip bump, dude. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, dude, that took some balls. And the guy's like, <laughs> I know, right? You want some cocaine? And the guy from the house is like, yeah, <laughs> do some cocaine. And then it's like, and now she stopped doing your cocaine. And then he's like, and then the other alternative to that is. You're like, hey, can I do a tip bump? And then it shows him do a tip bump <laughs> off her tits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that was a good one. That was that was one that was definitely at the top of my list. I've uh, heard that these things happen. Yeah. What about you, Gator? The, uh, just in general, the drinking and like drunk driving tips. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. It's like a video game, bro. Yeah. And they have the rat that's driving the little RC car. Yeah. <laughs> it's like crashing into walls and stuff. Drive the back streets to avoid the main traffic, you know. Oh, and they even th- throw a map up on the screen and they're like, look, when everyone leaves the party, the cops are going to be here and here. Take this route. <laughs> and he like goes the wrong way and goes around the house and comes back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's another good one. Uh,. Just watching that movie like brought so many feelings of like, oh my gosh, I've been in these situations. <laughs> and none of it, honestly, none of it is. It's very it's not, relatable. I it's guess. not good advice if you're trying to live a healthy, wholesome lifestyle. But it's excellent advice if you're uh, a debaucherous piece of shit motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for a night, for a night, right? For for right. a night, yeah, for one yeah. night. Uh, or clearly, no one would ever do that. Like, the alcohol made me do it, right? Yeah. Um. Again, like the house party rules are pretty fucking awesome. That was a good scene. Uh, but oh, oh, uh, and then you get to play one of my favorite games: find the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never related to something in a movie more in my life. Like, <laughs> I know there's a bottle of whiskey hidden in this house. I know it's here. <laughs> and they they're like looking through the underwear drawer, and they're like, boom, jackpot! They find a bottle of gin. <laughs> And then it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't want to go back out into the party where all the alcohol's gone because then everybody's going to drink the gin. You want to stay in here and you drink with the chick and maybe you score with her. Yeah. Oh, gin. It's fucking smart. Yeah. This movie, smart. dude, it's just gold, man. Like I said, I wish I saw it years ago. It's one of those things where it's like every couple minutes you're just like, oh, shit. You're like having an epiphany and laughing at the same time. And there's some wholesome shit in there. Like, like uh, dude wakes up in the morning and, and he like, the chick is like, hey, you got to get out of here. And, you know, she's trying to get him to leave. And he's like, man, fuck you. And he, like, rolls over. And it just gets worse and worse until they're, like, fighting and screaming. And he's like, fuck you, bitch. And he leaves. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, hold on. Hold on. We could have played this better. And he's like, when you wake up, write a note. Leave it on her 
on her nightstand, writes her phone number on it. Now you leave. She wakes up and she smiles instead of is mad at you. Maybe she calls you back. Yeah. And then also the same, like they're talking about the same stuff or whatever, but then they're like, set your precedent the night before or whatever, where they're like, Hey, we yeah, can he, do this, but you need to get the fuck out of here tomorrow morning. <laughs> they're like, yeah, this, this whole situation could have been avoided. And it like rewinds. And she's like drunk and falling into the house and she's unlocking her door. And before she unlocks it, she's like, wait, Tomorrow morning, my mom's coming over, so you got to get the fuck out. He's like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's, uh, dude, really, really insightful. Um, definitely tongue-in-cheek and, and over the top, but uh, hilarious. And, yeah, I, I enjoy it. I, I can't remember a lot of it right now, but I enjoyed the, the, the female perspective a lot of times. Like, they show what is going, like, the dynamic between a group of girls when they're, like, out at the bar or out at the club or, or in whatever. the bathroom together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's good. It's uh, you know, I picked it for a reason because I feel like uh, some of our group could in- enjoy watching some of this and maybe learn something. Dude, uh-huh. th- and this is a good pick. Like, this is a critically acclaimed show for yeah. sure. It uh, it fits the mold really well because I've seen this movie and you've even told me like <clears> you should <throat> check this movie out and I'm just like, yeah, okay, I will, and I don't, you know. Yeah, it's definitely that kind of movie. Like somebody tells you, like, "Hey, you should watch this," and you're like, "All right, whatever," and then you kind of blow it off. But when you actually do sit down and watch it, you're like, "Fuck, man! That was, all right, that was worth watching." So I'm gonna do what you did to me and tell everybody that's listening: you should watch this. Yeah. And all you people are going, "Okay, maybe I will." No, no, no. Like <laughs> actively make an effort and and watch it. It's <laughs> fucking funny. It depends if they follow the series because if they watch Brazil, they might be like, "Fuck you guys!" I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was a uh, that was an exercise in like <coughs> we're gonna get outside of our comfort zone. This isn't really outside of your comfort zone. This you will enjoy. It's oh, just a B list movie that you're not gonna just, find on your own, really. Right? Yeah, that's totally my wheelhouse. <laughs> hey, so are we gonna call out next next show? Ooh, ooh, we definitely should. You got one? I do. Ooh, okay. Uh, Tim and Eric, awesome show, season one. <laughs> Wait, what? No, that's oh, a no. show. Yeah, no, but it's. Literally an hour total. Each episode is like three minutes long. Oh my god. Okay. It's no longer than any of the other movies we've been watching. The whole series is an hour or less. The whole series is an hour. Oh man. All just, right. just season one. Just season I, one. I know. That, I kind of know what I'm signing up for and I'm not sure I'm excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> this the point of the show. Exactly. Alright. No, I'll get outside of my comfort zone. I'm alright with that. Alright. Alright. Well... Uh, I guess that's uh, a majority vote, critically acclaimed. Critically ashamed, critically acclaimed. Yeah, it's great. We give it some thumbs up your butt. We give it multiple thumbs up. At least some thumbs up. Nice. <laughs> yeah, some. All right, well, uh, until next time, rule number one, don't be a bitch. Rule number two, shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. Uh, that's it for Critically Ashamed. Be sure to check us out, and we have new episodes every Monday. See you then.